Hello and welcome to Digital Insights featuring topics from the boagworld.com blog. This episode is sponsored by Direct Mail for the Mac. Create and send great looking email newsletters with Direct Mail, an easy to use email marketing app designed exclusively for the Mac. You can send your first email campaign today with a free download of Direct Mail and Digital Insights listeners will save 10% off of all full feature plans. So head over to directmailmac.com forward slash insights and see how they can help your business grow. In today's show, I want to talk to you about podcasting and how I believe it's a huge mistake not to consider including it in your marketing strategy. I've been podcasting to promote my digital services since 2005, and it amazes me that more companies aren't embracing it as well. It's proved invaluable as a component of my broader marketing strategy, and I'm not alone in that. A growing number of organizations are integrating podcasting into their marketing mix. So in this episode, I want to explain why I consider podcasting an effective uh, channel for communicating, especially with a B2B audience, and how you go about getting started. Let's begin by answering the question, why would you bother with podcasting when you're talking to a B2B audience? Well, you see, when most people think of podcasting, they imagine either entertainment shows or some form of business to consumer model. However, in reality, there is a rich array of podcasts aimed at other business professionals, and that's because business-to-business podcasting offers some real advantages over other forms of marketing. For a start, podcasting offers an opportunity to reach an audience that is traditionally incredibly time-sensitive and who are being bombarded with more information than they can possibly process. After all, that is what most B2B audiences are like. If you send them an email, they might at least briefly scan it, post to social media, and you'll be lucky if they see it at all, all. and publish a blog post, and they'll only see that if they've specifically searched on a related subject. By contrast, people subscribe to podcasts, and they consume them at times when they can't look at other channels. You can listen to a podcast while commuting uh, by car on the way to work or working out at the gym. That means people are more likely to listen regularly, giving episodes more attention, and your podcast is going to face less competition for that attention because they're busy doing other things. All of this increases the chance that they will be listening and paying attention to you at that crucial moment when they're looking for somebody who supplies the kind of services that you offer. However, B2B podcasting provides an even more significant benefit. It provides you with the opportunity to build a relationship with your audience in a way that most other forms of marketing don't allow. You see, at the heart of sales lies trust. People need to trust that you can and will deliver what you promise. And that's true in B2B as it is anywhere else. To build this trust, you need to achieve two things. First, you need to demonstrate that you have the expertise to deliver. And second, that you're a suitable match, both professionally and personally, because people want to feel like they can work with you. The relationship is crucial. Now, podcasting allows you the opportunity to demonstrate your expertise, just like a blog post would or an email course. However, what it does that other channels can't do is nurture a relationship. The more people listen to you, the more people feel they know you, and the more they know you, the more they'll want to work with you and will trust you. B2B podcasting allows you to introduce people 
and your um, to the the employees behind your corporate facade. I can't count the number of pitches that I've gone to in, in which I've ended up being the unofficial preferred supplier because the client already knows me and they feel that they can work with me after listening to my podcast. It's absolutely invaluable. Not that B2B podcasting is some magic wand that will single-handedly win you work. It has to be part of your broader marketing strategy. And like any other marketing channel, podcasting has its strengths and its weaknesses. Understanding these will help you identify its role in your overall sales funnel. I would argue that really podcasting is useful for two things. First, it's a great way to keep prospects engaged from initially encountering your company to the point when they're ready to purchase. You see, depending on your industry and the services that you provide, this period could run into years. And so it's essential to stay connected to ensure they don't forget you when they go to look for suppliers. Now, podcasting is an excellent way of doing that and ensuring that they look on you favorably when they come to buy. Second, podcasting is good at staying engaged with customers after they've made a purchase, so ensuring they remain loyal and you can have an opportunity to potentially upsell to them as well. Now, once you understand these strengths, it's much easier to see how podcasting fits into your customer journey and by extension, your sales funnel. Maybe you use SEO or advertising to grasp, uh, uh, grab a prospect's attention and then email to keep them informed. But you can use podcasting to nurture the relationship with both those prospects and those existing customers by encouraging them to subscribe through a landing page. Hopefully by now you can begin to see why podcasting is worth trialing and how it fits into the broader picture. The question now becomes, how do you start? First things first, podcasting is much easier than you think and even more straightforward if you focus on producing audio rather than video. All you're going to need is a decent mic, a tool to help you edit and somewhere to host those audio files. Fortunately, there are some excellent guides out there that I link to in the blog post that goes with this. Guides on starting a podcast to all the way through to buying the right microphone. There's even guides on editing a podcast. Although, to be honest, I would tend to go with one of the great online tools that are out there because it'll make your life a lot easier. The one that I recommend is Alatu, who happen to be sponsoring this podcast too. As for hosting, there is no shortage of options out there which make it easy to publish to all the major platforms like Google and um, Apple and Spotify, etc. Producing and publishing a podcast has become easier than ever before. So the challenge isn't in producing the podcast, it's making that podcast compelling. And to do that, you need to answer three questions. Who's my target audience? When do I want to include my podcast in that sales funnel we talked about? And what format are we going to use for the podcast? So let's dive into each of those in a little bit more detail. If you already have a marketing strategy in place, you should have a good idea of who your audience is and specifically what their objectives are, what their pain points are that they're trying to overcome, what tasks they need to complete and what questions they have. If you're not confident about the, the above, then I recommend you start by doing some user research before you even consider podcasting. 
That's because knowing those things that I've just listed will provide you with all the relevant content you're going to need for your podcast. If you address their questions, if you provide them guidance on completing their tasks and help people achieve their goals, you've got a foundation for a great podcast. Of course, as you will know, if you've ever done any customer journey mapping, these user characteristics can change over time, especially from being a prospect to a client. That, so with that in mind, you also need to consider how you're going to integrate your podcast into your overall journey. Unfortunately, the answer to the question of where your podcast fits into the journey will be dependent on other marketing activities that are going on. For example, if you've built a passionate community of advocates around your brand, then a podcast will be an excellent way of keeping them engaged and enthusiastic. A podcast would allow you to share behind-the-scenes insights and exclusive looks at what is coming from your company. Alternatively, you might be using a podcast as, at the very beginning of a customer journey, just after you've made initial contact with them through something like pay-per-click advertising or a guest post. After users hit your landing page, you could encourage them to sign up to the podcast and that will help them overcome one of their pain points or achieve one of their goals, that kind of thing. The possibilities really are endless, but the point is you need to consider your podcast within the context of the customer's journey and the other marketing channels you employ. The way you decide to use a podcast will also influence the type of podcast format that you adopt as well. When most people think of a podcast, they think of a talk show, such as you get on a radio. These are typically involve one or two hosts talking to one another or guests, that kind of thing. The format can work well in many situations. For example, it's a great way to introduce different employees to your audience or a way of interviewing some of your previous customers. However, it's by far the only option. Other options include, but are not limited to, audio versions of your emails or blog posts, just like this one, Town hall podcasts where you record live and invite customers to be involved. Roundtable discussions where you have several guests participating in a panel. Or podcast courses where you teach on, on a particular subject. Then there are podcasts built around answering people's questions. And of course, you can release things like conferences and events as podcasts as well. Podcasts can be long and short. They can be ongoing or serialized. They can be recorded live or pre-recorded. You can record them yourself or get a professional to do it. You don't even need to uh, commit to doing it forever. You might want to try a limited run and see how it goes. Often the best place to start is to run a trial and see if it proves successful. Instead of committing to a podcast over the long term, plan a short podcast series on a specific topic Run that and monitor the response. Perhaps you could do a series of interviews for, of various clients or maybe a short course helping people to overcome a particular challenge that they're facing. Please don't take my word for podcasting and how it can help your business. Try it for yourself and you will see how beneficial it can be.